Right now, a future president could be running as a local candidate on your ballot. This person is vying to represent you, your family, and your community. Do you know what they are and what they stand for? Vote411.org is your tool for accurate and unbiased, up-to-the-minute election information on the candidates running in local races. Just enter your address to get started. Your vote is your power, the power to decide who represents you in 2022 and beyond. Get online, get the facts, and make your voice heard on election day. Nothing to apologize here for. Uh, this is uh, this is uh, you know, I think as long as we open and we communicate, nobody has anything to apologize for. That's the biggest reason why I started started these candidate interviews, so, so that way there could be a little more open communication, so people could understand what you guys are going through just as much as like what you have to promise. Because then when Got people you. kind of see, you know, how busy, how crazy schedules guys are, how much you're committing to doing, then maybe they can understand the candidates on a on a personal level rather than lumping you into this boogeyman category after you take office because it's it's weird oh, it's really you. weird oh, there's this disconnect yeah, great, great 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 concepts man I you know agree. i just i just feel there's a huge disconnect when it comes to to people and thinking government because like sooner or later like when people have enough problems they just start blaming the government and like the government is the people so i like us to remember <laughs> we're the people in there yeah, you're, you're gonna be in, you're gonna be in situations where you gotta make tough decisions, and you know, transparency, transparency, communication. I think is a root to a lot of problems, no matter what arena in life you're in. Yeah. Uh, anytime you're tasked uh, with you know being the voice of the people, it's it's hard. It's a hard job, and you know, uh, you just do the best you can. You know, just try to try to lead with character and integrity, and listen to your people, listen to what they want to say. Try to educate them on uh, all the facts, and at the end of the day, you try to be, you try to be their their, their voice. Um, right. So, a little bit about me: uh, I was born and raised on Oahu. I went to Punahou School to about eighth grade. 
And I went to university laboratory school to my junior year in high school. And then I finished up on mainland. Uh, from there, I got a football scholarship to play football at the University of Arizona. Uh, played there for four years, uh, fifth year, five years, including my redshirt year from 1996 through 2001. Uh, I played offensive line for them. Uh, graduated with a degree in political science, uh, minor in sociology. From there, I had a very, 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 very brief career with the Oakland Raiders. Uh, came home, started coaching football, Kamehameha Kapalama, and I was working for the Department of Community Services doing a, uh, it was called the Juvenile Justice Center. Basically, what we did was, uh, it was an outreach program through federal funding that uh, basically assessed and interviewed all first-time juvenile offenders whether it was a criminal offense, like stealing, assault, uh, those kind of things, or a status offense, which is like a runaway or curfew violations. And based on our interviews, we had we had uh, contracts with nonprofit organizations that we could we could we could send the kids to and their families to to help help them. Whatever issues they had, whatever they're going through at that particular time, you know, we we tried to reach out and build relationships with nonprofits to help them. Uh, and, and just basically cut cut down their recidivism rate, and just try help try get get these kids early as possible before whatever they're going through became a problem. Uh, from then, I got hired at McCabe Hamilton and Rennie as a stevedore longshoreman. Uh, God, I was there for fourteen years. I was the elected as a union representative, executive board union representative in two thousand and thirteen. Uh, 2018, I transferred to the Big Island. Yeah, I think Oahu's is getting a little too too hectic. Uh, looking forward, I I really enjoyed that uh, neighbor island lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. I felt, I felt that it fit the vibe that uh, my wife and I uh, wanted to raise our family in, and you know, so made the move up to the Waimea area. Uh, from there, uh, became a union chairman. Uh, elected the union chairman uh, this past year, actually. So I started in January. And uh, so, you know, I guess the other question everybody asks is why are you running for office? Being involved in the union for such a long time, you know, being a, a longshoreman, as well as my background with working with, with, I still coach too at Hawaii Prep Academy. And I do, we do football camps, three football camps for, for youth in, in, in the Waimea area as well. Uh, you know, I, I thought I was going to get back. I also, look, looking at the demographic of the working men and women uh, in our state and what's happening to them, you know, I wanted to be to be an advocate for them. I wanted to try to reestablish the working class, the working class families here in the state. And, you know, there's a multitude of reasons why the working class is getting pushed out. And, you know, a lot of it is housing and the you know, education system, health care and I, I don't think that there's a first round knockout answer. I don't think it's a home run. I think it's going to be a collective. It's a great group effort from, you know, looking at it from a labor union perspective, working with other labor unions to, to, to how do you help? You know, how do we get involved in our communities? How do we help um, build programs and build housing? And there's one thing to get the housing. Okay, now, now how do you keep how do you keep these men and women, these families in the in their homes? Uh, pushing for pro-labor pro um, laws, uh, try to fight, try to advocate for the, for the working men and women at the at the uh, legislature. 
you know, to, to fight for jobs as technology starts to creep into all different, you know, arenas of uh, labor. How do you cross train those men and women in, in, in those arenas to keep their jobs? Because, you know, technology is great, but sometimes, a lot of times, it eliminates the working men and women uh, from, from that field. So I just want to, that's the reason why, why I'm running. I also wanted to, to help our communities. Early education is something that's huge for me. You know, I have two young daughters, 10 and 8, that both go to Wamea Elementary. And, you know, dealing with things that I think any young parent who deals, deals with, with young, young children, you know, education, I feel, I feel has a power to change lives. And, you know, both my daughters are dyslexic and we were able to catch it early. And I'm hoping and thinking we're able to implement strategies and build a, a really, really strong support system around both of my daughters to, so they can overcome these obstacles. So, so they can, you know, fulfill their, their, their dreams and their hopes and their, you know, their, their desires in life. A lot of times I think uh, the average people, average men and women, they don't have, maybe not have the re- don't have the resources to, to identify what obstacles, you know, their, their kids, KK are going through. And if you can't identify those, those obstacles at a young age, as, as these kids get older, it just, it just, it just makes it harder and harder. And if they go undiagnosed, you know, that could potentially be a problem. Um, but I'm the kind of guy, too, where I don't feel I'm running against my opponent, David Tarnas. Uh, I think I'm running for our community. I'm running for our, 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 our Keiki. Uh, win or lose, you know, I'll, I'll be the first guy to, to help him. You know, um, I, I'm not somebody who's going to point out flaws. I'm somebody who's going to work with whoever is in that seat. I feel if you're really in it for the right reasons, win and lose, you still be there. Um, you still answer the bill and you still be there to service your community. So um, I guess other than that, uh, any questions for me or anything, brother? Dig it, dig it. So um, big picture, what what do you have in mind for your seat as far as like beyond just the, the I mean, you, you got – Got a lot to unpack there, but I mean, as far as like the horizon of what the job provides once once you're in, what's what's the big picture when you're in the seat? Okay, I think first and foremost, you, you got to look at the Hawaiian community. Um, yeah, they got a huge, huge. Uh, I don't want to say settlement. That's not the right word. They were awarded a lot of money. Yeah, um, that's not the answer. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's I get you. We, we, are you referring to the? Uh, to uh, the all all that homestead monies and all that stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, and I'm and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and act like I have all the answers. You know, I'm 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 not a politician. I'm somebody who's trying to jump into politics as a way to service the community. You know, I, I throughout this process, especially with TMT oh, and yeah. those hot button topics in our district in our on our island. Yeah, you know, I'm doing a lot of research. And, you know, if you go back to the Hawaiian Homestead Act, you go back to the Organic Act, which I think, I could be mistaken, transform into, into statehood act, the Statehood Act. You know, there's been a lack of stewardship uh, for the last hundred years. Absolutely. And, you know, it, it, it's when you really, really research everything. And, you know, of course, you learn things in school, what happened, you know, through your Hawaiian history and culture. But to dig to dig into the... Into, 
uh, what's happened and really analyze the lack of stewardship, especially for, for, for the, you know, the Kanaka uh, on our island. You know, you got you really understand where the frustration comes from. So they got a big settlement. Like I said, I, I got to really educate myself on the final, final, fine, final, uh, fine, fine print on those, on that, that settlement or that, that award. But it's just the beginning. Yeah. You know, I think we got, we got a whole, ever in office is the whole, whole our leadership accountable to make sure that that money is channeled in the right direction. You know, housing, housing for me, early education and healthcare are three major components. And I sit on a political action committee for a union, uh, been on that committee for over 10 years. And especially recently, every politician that's come through our doors, uh, you know, and advocated for our support. Everybody has an idea. You know, I want to fix this. I want to fix that. Okay, how, brother? How do you do it? That's the million-dollar question is the how. And for, for people to come in there and talk about Hawaiian homes, you got to sit down with every homestead association in the state. You know, the, all different Ahupas, they have different needs, different ideals, um, different concerns. To sit down with, 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 with the Kupuna in that, in that particular district and I use Ahupua because that's kind of what it is. You know, I may I go to the farmers, the ranchers, yeah. you know, you go to high fishermen. Uh, and I'm sure each, 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 each region, um, you know, like I said, has different ideals. So they're going to have different needs. The Hawaiian from the Wemea is different from the Hawaiian in Kilkao and different from the Hawaiian in uh, High. So to understand what their needs are, to analyze and assess those needs, then you can properly strategize a plan on how to, how to, to, oh God, use the money to, to do best benefit those particular regions. You know, uh, housing is always going to be an issue. It's always going to be a problem. You know, I feel like, especially in Waimea, and, and it's a free country. People can buy houses wherever they want to buy houses. People work hard for their money. They want to buy a house in Waimea. Hey, good for you, brother. High fives. But because somebody paid $300,000 over asking price, and now the tax, now the kupuna across the street or next door, who, who has been living in that household for three generations, now all of a sudden their taxes go up to the roof. I think we've got to find a formula to keep to keep those long term, uh, you know, uh, kamaaina, keep, keep keep their tax rates as low as possible, and maybe find a formula to to hit some of these these uh, mainland and foreign investors who are not living here in our state full time you know, hit them possibly with a higher rate. Um, that That's one component of it. Jobs, like I said, jobs continue to, to push legislation. Uh, my goal is, if elected, or even not elected, I'm still going to advocate for the working men and women. And, you know, their needs and desires and dreams and hopes should be at the forefront of the legislative agenda at the state capitol. You know, those things, those are kind of things at the top of my, top of my head, like I said earlier about early education. That, um, that's huge for me. You know, uh, education has a power to change lives. And I'm not just talking about college, because college isn't for everybody. Some people just don't want to go to college, or they're not, they're not good at reading. They can build houses. They can fix diesel engines. They can do stuff that I can't even try to do. But college isn't for them. So how do we, how do we uh, set up programs in, in, the, in the public high school system to... Prepare these these guys these 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 keiki or keiki or they'll be young men and women by then. Prepare them to transition into the real world, so they can be functioning members of society. So that when they do acquire housing or have the ability to to buy a home, you know they have the jobs to stay in the homes, 
And the next byproduct of that is if it's a stable home, stable household, then there's a much better chance that, that their keiki will, will be in a better, better situation, better environment, and they can thrive and learn and grow as well. So I think there's a lot of different components. You know, like I said, it's not going to be a first-round knockout. It's not going to be a home run first time off the bat. But it's going to be collective. It's going to be a collective group effort. It's going to be a team effort, you know, with OHA, Hawaiian Homes, uh, nonprofit organizations, uh, county government, state government, as well as federal government as well. And, you know, another thing, too, if you kind of go back to helping the Hawaiian, Hawaiian people in the Kanaka, uh, you know, there's a lot of times when, you know, they're renting, let's say, they're paying $2,000 of rent. If they were to get a mortgage, a mortgage would be less than that, but they can't qualify it, mm-hmm. qualify for those loans. So being creative, working with OHA, working with other nonprofit organizations uh, who can work with lending institutions to possibly be creative and modify, you know, the qualifications to, to acquire loans, to get these get these families into homes, you know, I think is also, also a component to help. So... That's kind of my uh, broad reach. Also, you know, uh, developing uh, responsibly, being economically responsible in developments. You know, uh, conservation lands. You know, we have a lot of ranchers and farmers in our in our in our district. We have to take care of them. It's a huge, huge part of their lifestyle. It's been uh, the ranchers and farmers been ranching and farming for generations. You know, so that that's what they are. That's who they are. You know, how do we keep them here? How do we how do we provide them uh, the capacity to take care of their families, but but also being responsible to 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 uh, the conservation lands? So, going back, I think communication, I think transparency, is huge. You know, um, anytime there's a lack of transparency, it just it's just a nucleus for potential problems or potential misinformation to be passed, and. I think, you know, being as honest like, as I can, I'm not going to pro- All I can promise, I'll be honest. <laughs> Other than that, I'm going to do the best I can. And I think being a, coming from a union, labor union background, being a chairman, being a decently high level ranking member in our union, uh, you know, you, you listen to your members and you try to do the best you can to advocate for them and do the best you can to uh, help them and their families. Right on. So I, I'm glad you brought up OHA. What's your I- interaction with them so far? Uh, not much at all. Not much at all. Uh, from a union perspective, uh, we've interviewed a few candidates. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and act like I know everything. I'm still researching the candidates, still researching, uh, you know, maybe some of the things that they should or should have not been doing. Uh, I know some, some candidates are extremely, extremely voiceful, uh, change of leadership. But, um, you know, before I can really, really give you my one, I got to educate myself a lot more. I know they, they're the 13th, God, I think 13th biggest landowner in the state. Um, I think they have the capacity to really, really help the Hawaiians, help oh, those people. Absolutely. Um, uh, absolutely. I, I actually uh, had a good conversation the other day with Brendan Lee. He's uh, running Oahu Trustee. Yes. Yes, I met him. I met him at a function last week. He actually came and spoke with, to our union yesterday. Oh, right. Uh, sharp guy, sharp guy. He got a ton of, a lot of, a lot of things that I mentioned earlier in my talk. He he had solutions to. Yes. So I think those kind of partnerships, those kind of partnerships, need to be cultivated and need to be perpetuated to 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 help. And when you get when you have when you bring everybody together into a room and you have dialogue, 
and you listen, you listen to other people's thought processes and their views on things. You know, hey, they might have a view never you never thought of. They may have a they may have a thought process or a plan that hey, it might actually work. You know, so get a bunch of smart guys in the room and hey, let's just figure this thing out, man. Right on. Well, I definitely say keep up with Brendan. He's he's probably the most vocal out of the whole group, especially oh. since uh, a lot of those guys are kind of old dog, and so. You never know who's gonna get replaced in winter if they like come out of the cave for do anything. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's a good guy, bro. Very, very smart. Yeah, has a finance background. So you know, I think, you know, he, you know, he, we're talking about lending institutions. You know, uh, mechanisms to to help fund uh, people who who have they have the they have the, the payment capacity. They have the ability to pay the note. They just don't have credit. They don't have, um, you know, the qualifications to get a conventional loan. Working with guys like Brandon, you know, can help. Can help basically. Uh, or uh, have you ever heard of HouseMaui.org under the Hawaii Community Foundation? Uh, no. Could you fill me in on that one? Yeah. So it's uh it's under Hawaii Community Foundation, and uh, basically HouseMaui.org is they're building they're building they're trying to build a home to Maui that hit different demographics. So what I as a union representative, I'm trying to help our union members. So we have the longshoremen, you know, they make a certain amount of money. You have the hotel workers, they make a certain amount of money. You know, these these housing projects hit the different the diff, different demographics, hit middle class, hit lower middle class, you know, um, and the AMIs, they, they're able to work with, basically it's a one-stop shop, you know. They help you, they help you improve your credit. They help you consolidate debt. They give you a strategic plan to, to either rent to own or to be able to buy a to buy one of the homes that, that, that they're that they're building, so um, I think partnering with guys like that, uh, and I'm sure there's a lot of more across the state. You know, I think definitely is advantageous for us too. Right on, right on. So we don't have much time here left in in our conversation. So uh, last couple questions here. Yeah. One, <clears throat> what is something from your point of view that the folks of the community can come out and do for Hawaii right now? Oh man, uh, you know. Besides, come out and and share your manao and thoughts. Uh, I would say stress the value of education, stress the value of um, communication, and maybe be patient. Be patient. I would say, you know, uh, like I said, the one billion dollars got put into housing. A whole bunch of money got put in, you know, for the for the Hawaiian homestead, steads and the Hawaiians. A whole bunch of money went to early to education as a whole. Uh, I would say be patient. Please be patient and give your leadership a chance. You know, the, they did a hell of a job. Getting all this money allocated for different different areas. Please be patient and work with them. But also get involved. And also register to vote, please. Please register to vote. You know, you, every everybody's voice matters. Their vote counts. Uh, God, you know, there's a point in time when our people couldn't vote. Uh, yep. You know, so so to not exercise that vote, not I'm sorry, to not exercise that right, I feel is disrespectful to our people who fought for it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I say that. Come on and vote. Say your piece. Uh, be patient, because like I said, it's not going to be a, it's not going to be a home run um, the first time off the bat. But also be accountable too. You know, do your part. You know, please uh, educate yourself. Young for the young men and women in high school, find a trade. You know, college is not something for you. Hey, be a diesel mechanic, you know, uh, work construction, you know, those kind of things, those, those, those trades, especially on our island, uh, trucking, 
you know, the, the, those things, uh, they're not going to build a um, H, <laughs> H3 freeway on the big island anytime soon. Mm-hmm. So you're getting truckers to transport things, goods across, across the, between the port of Kauai High and the port of Hilo. So, yeah, that, that's kind of what I would say for now. And, um, you know, just please get out there and vote, man, because your voice does matter. Right on. So, in closing, could you tell everybody how to connect with you online and in person as you campaign? Okay. So, I got uh, votemakaifreitas.com. My wife is the technology genius in the family. Uh, so, she's quarterbacking that. Or you can uh, call me, 808 808- Seven seven eight seven six six six. Uh, it's eight zero eight seven seven eight seven six six six. Please reach out to me uh, if I can't answer the phone. I will definitely get back to you as soon as I can. And uh, yeah, I look forward to hearing from everybody. Right on. Well, mahalo for taking the time out of your crazy schedule and everything you're committing no to problem. do for our community. No problem. Uh, but I'd um, love to have you back on when you're available again. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And uh, is, is is that bakery Four Sisters still open on Maui? The which butter one? rolls? Which one? Oh, Four Sisters. Yeah, yeah. Is that place still around? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I missed that place, man. Oh yeah, we, but, uh, we even yeah, you, you we we actually uh I was I was working some small commercial projects. We we had them a couple days for, for last day of work. It was pretty good. Oh, right on, bro. Every once right in a while on, catch catch them in the little trays at Pukalai Super Ed. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, definitely. But uh, I'll be in your show anytime you need me. Um, you know, thanks for your time. I really appreciate it, man. Oh, awesome, bro. Well, you have a good rest of your day. You too, buddy. Take care, man. Have a good one. You too. Aloha. <gasps> Rabbit Holes is a Manava Cow production. This episode was produced by Kitika Hoke and Sarah Rodriguez. Make sure to subscribe and follow on your favorite podcast platforms to add our weekly episodes to your queue.